Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round, me, you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the hate is a heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind You ever watch a game where you can just tell, no, 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 no. That team's just playing really, really bad right now, and they're going to start playing better, and this team's going to lose by a lot. You ever feel like that when you're watching the beginning of a game? You can just see it. You can just feel that energy. So it was close in the beginning, and she said, is this going to be a back-and-forth kind of game? And I said, nah, the Atlanta Hawks are going to run away with this one about around the end of the third quarter. And I had a tweet before the game started. Earlier in the day, I had a tweet, and I also posted it on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram or Twitter, what are you really doing with your life? And I said, the Atlanta Hawks, parentheses, young and fast, parentheses, are seventh in the NBA in points per game and seventh in the NBA in rebounding. I said, the Philadelphia 76ers, parentheses, old and slow, parentheses, are 24th in the NBA in points per game and 29th in the NBA in rebounding. This is not going to be a close game. We got lucky that the Atlanta Hawks shot 30% from the floor. What'd they shoot from three? Uh, 20%. <laughs> they shot 44% from the floor and 23% from three. So we got lucky. That's the only reason. This game was close through three quarters. So I didn't look at it in a positive light. I didn't look at it like, oh, the Sixers are shooting bad and they're only down by five. No, the Atlanta Hawks were shooting worse than I've ever seen a team shoot. And they were up by five. That's how bad we were in this game. We shot 38% from the floor and 20% from three. But this game ended the nail in the coffin the nail in the coffin, once again, was Doc Rivers. At the end of the third quarter, midway through the third quarter, Joel Embiid picked up his fourth personal foul. And I said, that means they're going to they're gonna take, they're gonna sit him until halfway through the fourth because you don't want him to get it five. You don't want him to foul out. They left him in for a couple more plays, and then Doc Rivers took him out. And I'm not here to say Paul Reed was good in this game by any means, any stretch of the imagination. Paul Reed had four fouls in what felt like four seconds. But 
Doc Rivers took Joel Embiid out of the game. Now there's a fire truck. I'm trying to do a YouTube show. Can you have a fire some other time? Anyway, Joel Embiid got his fourth foul about midway through the third quarter. And they took him out of the game, as they should have. But once again, Doc Rivers went with George Niang at center in an NBA basketball game. Doc Rivers went with George Niang to to pronounce it in in his... Father's native language, Zorzish Nyang. Doc Rivers went with Zorzish Nyang at center in an NBA game against Clint Capella at the end of the third quarter. And they got absolutely smoked. They got absolutely smoked when he did that. And he did that in the Spurs game. And he did that in that Toronto game that that we didn't compete in. And I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I want. I want to look at the. I, I can't figure it out. I remember the game where I was like, "It's not about like, yo, you have to play Paul Reed, or you have to play Montrez Harrell." But why in the world is Montrez Harrell only getting three minutes in a basketball game? Paul Reed's only getting nine minutes. So you got twelve minutes of Paul Reed and Montrez Harrell. And I know Doc can't figure it. He can't figure out the balance. But that that means there was eight minutes. Joel played 31. So there was an eight-minute stretch where you didn't have Joel Embiid, Paul Reed, or Montrez Harrell on the floor. You, 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 you had an eight-minute stretch where you did not play a center. And I'm not saying Montrez Harrell can defend anybody in the paint because he can't, but he can rebound. You had an eight-minute stretch where you did not play a center against Clint Capella. The game was over at that point. That's where the game ended. They went on the run, and, and, and they made it a 20-point game, and it was over. Um, this it, It's time to cut ties, man. It's time to cut ties. This team looks completely... My whole music experience really started with SoundCloud. I love the freedom. Lost. The coach looks completely lost in who to play, when to play him, why to play him, who to play him with. It just looks ridiculous. This looks ridiculous. (sighs) I want to say this too. Doc Rivers throws in the white flag. Down by what? 18 with four minutes left? Throws in the towel. Docs throw in the towel lineup was better than his starting lineup. Montrez Harrell comes in the game, starts clawing, climbing like a cat up the side of a mountain, fighting every single possession, every single play. Montrez Harrell was the only player on this entire roster 
showing any fire. I didn't see any fire, and I haven't seen any fire from this game, from this team in a long time. I didn't see any fire from this team this entire game until Montrez Harrell came in a game with four minutes left. And he starts fighting for offensive rebounds, diving on the floor, hustling, picking up Trey Young at half court, forcing turnovers. Why does one guy have all of that fight and effort inside of him and nobody else does? Why? But the deep bench made a run. And the deep bench playing better than your starters tells me everything I need to know about this coach's lineups. You need a new voice, you need a new decision maker, and your lineups need to change. You played George Niang and P.J. Tucker at the four and the five at the end of the third quarter against Clint Capella and get smoked. You play all the old slow guys all the time, and then the game's out of reach, and you put in Matisse Steibel, Paul Reed, Montrez Harrell, you put in all the athletes, and they make a run. Wow. Here we are again. Here we are again. This guy does not realize you need young athletic players on the floor in the NBA. He doesn't get it. So they make that run. They cut it down to eight points all on the backs of my, on the back of Montrez Harrell. And I'm not saying they were going to win the game. I don't think they were going to win the game. They cut it down to eight points because of the sheer effort and fight from Montrez Harrell when he came in the game. And this son of a, this coach actually put the starters back in the game with a minute and 30 seconds left. He put the starters who played an absolutely pathetic basketball game. He put the starters back in the game with a minute and 30 seconds left. Why did he do that? They didn't deserve to be on the floor. Are you kidding me? They did not deserve to be on the floor. The lack of effort, heart, hustle, fire, and everything that those starters showed for three and a half quarters, they did not deserve to come back out on the floor. Your bench came in, gave you fight, gave you effort, cut it to eight points. They weren't going to win, but they deserved to stay out there for the rest of that game. You should have left the starters on the bench to send a message. But this coach rewarded them by putting them back in the game. What's wrong with this dude, man? Who does that? Who throws in the white towel, the bench makes a run, and cuts it to eight points, and you put the starters back in the game who didn't give you anything for three and a half quarters? Who does that?